Talk, 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 talk. Welcome to episode eight of the Talk Talk Podcast. I'm my name is Dallas Castillo, manager of the Magazine. I'm here alongside, in the middle, Mr. Donovan Wilkins, aka Donnie of the Olive Talk Podcast. Also, great columnist for Under the Radar. Basically, if you got the insights as far as you are, that you should be checking out. Also, be on the lookout for the possibility of Under the Radar Spotify Podcast. So, How you guys doing? <laughs> um, yes, um, working on the Spotify uh, podcast. Um, gonna have that out very soon. Um, but yeah, if you know me from Out of Bounds, then you know what I do here. It's let's get into it. And also, last but certainly not least, Mister Gatanoa Magic Kenny Santos. That's me. Hopefully, my liver. Oh. For the <laughs> longest time, I've been trying to figure out how you pronounce that. it's pretentious but yeah here i am hopefully my liver doesn't shut down from all the pre-workout i've got but um yeah my that's my biggest project right now so kenny you try to get them summer gains huh oh yes bro oh yes i'm trying to get double d's on my chest and Like, honestly, I'm doing so many squats that I'm pretty sure I'm thicker than, like, half the girls I've ever dated. <laughs> like, maybe I just, like, I've dated a lot of flat women, or maybe I'm doing a lot of squats. I don't know what it is. So you've been mostly dating, like, Coy LaRace, basically. I'm not, sure you know, I'm not sure you know who that is, but Coy LaRace, she's, like, this uh, up-and-coming hip-hop artist. She's known on TikTok, you know, for that pretty big pin. Um, I don't, don't want to say it. I don't know how to say it, but... I'm not sure that you've seen a like big pro. Uh, no, I have no idea. Like, no. <laughs> so I know, I know not to ask you. I know not to ask you. But um, yeah, like we we was off last week. You know, we had a lot of things going on. So basically, this is our first episode back in two weeks. Uh, hopefully, we most likely we're gonna be what that well not most likely we are we're gonna be more consistent with the schedule going forward there's had like a lot of things going on some of the things i'm gonna touch on during the uh the mental check-in but i hope everybody as well you know all of our um previous subscribers that's coming that's been loyal to us since day one also new viewers that's here for the first time first of all welcome and i hope you guys enjoy it and um yeah let's get let's get straight into it in regards to the mental check-in which basically that's our tradition here on the tuck talk podcast it's exclusive to this show, our flagship show, where we basically we'd like to gauge, you know, the mindset of, you know, our panel. Because, you know, like, the best ability is not so much, like, your availability, but I feel like the mental stability. Because if I have a clear mind, you really can't do too much. So let's present the choices for those of you that are new here. One, I want to die. Two, my life is pointless. Three, nothing matters. Four, my life sucks right now. Five, it's whatever. Six, I'm content. Seven, I'm grateful. Eight, I'm in a good place. Nine, I'm excited about life. And ten, life couldn't be better. So before I get into myself, which whatever one y'all want to go for, Donnie or Kenny, like where are you guys at right now on the scale one to ten this week? Come on, Donovan, surprise me. Pick up, pick up, pick an eight. Um, pick it up. <laughs> I'm gonna say, uh, I'm gonna say nine uh, for the sole okay. purpose, but. That's the first part. Um, yeah, for the sole yeah. purpose of, I saw a TikTok with uh, Avril Lavigne and Tony Hawk. Oh, shit, and yeah. It brought me back to my uh, early 2000 years. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in real life, 
But in, in real life, um, I'm gonna have to say um whatever. It's 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 not good, it's not bad. Um right now I'm in the uh I'm in an in-between place. I'm in limbo. Um Wait, hold I was feeling good. Did you just say you was a nine? Yeah, how but I go, said that was how good we go <laughs> Shit. The real Levine works magic. So okay, so this is what I need you to do. I need you to go back on TikTok, watch that same TikTok over and over again until you get back to nine. Yeah, I mean five is like in between. It's it's not good, it's not bad. I'm just like whatever. Um I, I don't know. Today has been a, a, an up and down. I've been feeling like shit, but I've also felt happy. Um I, I don't know, I'm just in a roller coaster, but Right now, I, I feel great about where I'm at, career-wise. I think that's why I feel so happy. Okay, so career-wise, you feel like an eight. Yeah, um, personal life, um, it's it's uh, it's yeah, it's five or um, six. I'm content. Okay, but on TikTok, that got you feel like a nine. Yeah, I mean, it, it was probably the best TikTok I've ever seen. Uh, Tony Hall trying to teach uh, Avril Lavigne how to skate. So, how did she not know by now? I, I think she, I think she knew. Um, she, she's like getting old. I'm pretty sure she's like 35 now. So she oh, probably oh forgot. <laughs> oh, wow. 35 is old. <laughs> I think she's older than 35, but I don't think 35 is old either. Bro, I thought you. Oh, gonna, okay. I thought, bro, I thought you were gonna say that. Oh, she's like forty-five or something like that. Like, I mean, like she looks sixteen. She's thirty-six. She's thirty-six. That's even worse. That's oh my god. How is that even worse? Oh, how do you? The, the way a, I see it, I'm, I'm about to have a midlife crisis on this episode. I'm having a crisis. The way I see it, after after thirty-five, everything is downhill. I mean, after 25, everything's downhill. But oh my um, God. really? Yeah, I just feel like, yeah, I just feel like 35 is like, all right. And then 40, you're just like, well, get me the fuck off this planet. God damn. I just <laughs> 24. I mean, <laughs> all right, all right. So, so in my case, I'm 30 Jeez. years old. So, what's your rate for somebody that's like 30 years old, but going on 31? I mean, you know what you're going to do. At 30, going on 31, either you're in your career now, which you are, or you're one of the people who don't know what the fuck they're going to do, and you're just like, well, this is your life now. So, <laughs> I don't know if you believe LinkedIn success stories. Like Never, be a counselor, dollar. Never be a counselor, Dollar. <laughs> a lot of people find themselves at like 40, 45, and that's when they know what they want to do. Like, they're... Right, with I mean, teachers and social workers and uh, police officers. I mean, shit, you got people graduate college at like sixty years old. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Again, Morgan Freeman didn't get his first acting role until like late fifties, I believe. His first true? major actor, Brandon. I always thought that Morgan was Freeman. Oh, for Freeman, Freeman. Yeah. I always thought no, that his was first a major acting role, I believe. Yeah, man. And wasn't that Lean on Me? No, I don't. Oh, am I thinking about the wrong guy? Yeah, you're thinking of um, 
Just let that stare set the black people. <laughs> And Donovan just alienated like the majority of our audience. <laughs> You're fucking up the demographic, Donovan. You're Damn it! Well, watch those views huh? cut in the cast. That's just the way I feel. I feel like thirty-five. Like, like I said, thirty. You have to. I don't. You don't have to know what you're doing, but you have to have some roadmap. Like, you need to have a roadmap. Like, Liddell is the exception. He knows what he's doing. He he has his company that he's building and stuff like that. So I wouldn't put him in that category. Other people, if you're not Liddell, he was only one. Then you're you're only assembling line to uh, forty, and after that is death. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! Way to boost me up. That's like another forty years at least. Skipped <laughs> 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 over a bit. <laughs> Oh, I, I mean, that. I'll be 28 next year, and I feel like I'm one inch closer to death anyway. So, but I, I've read that men not, really man, don't reach not. their prime until their 30s, mid 30s. Like it's all really, up. It's really 40s. Really? Is it yeah. really? They they yeah, say 40s that 30 now. They say that your 20s are for learning, your 30s are for mm-hmm. earning, and your 40s and on up is basically for living. Yeah. So basically, you're not really towards like where you're supposed to be in life. I guess towards like the tail end of your thirties going into your forties. Me, I always told myself that I want to make sure I'm set by the age of thirty-five years old. That's, that's just me. Me too. But, like, um, I'm yeah, but goddamn! But once again, like David, don't ever become a counselor because <laughs> like I wanted to become like, a therapist. <laughs> like it's oh, crazy. Okay. It's crazy because I, it's crazy because I look at I, I look at our analytics on YouTube. By the way, shout out to everybody on YouTube, subscribe to the Tech Podcast Network. If you're a new viewer, please be sure to like this video, comment on this video, share this video, also subscribe to the channel. But I looked at our, our YouTube analytics, and I know that which is crazy is like about sixty nine percent of our audience are male. What's I guess comments just because like you yeah. know most of our parents are always men. Like the women, they come and go on the show. But um, just imagine, like, for those other, like, what, 20, I can't even do math right now. So, like, that's a 60% man, right? So, like, 40% of those women, actually, it's, no, fuck that. It's 69% male and 31. 31%. Thank you. I wasn't good at math. I was I, mostly like an English literature guy. Uh, <laughs> so, that was my shit. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I'm one of those people. I want those. You know, I want those people that you. I could go to the store, and I hate to like show my. No, I'm not even gonna say that. Just because I want to fuck with any potential business deals. Yeah, I'm not gonna take advantage. Of me. I'll make sure I have an account at present though. But um, I just lost my train of thought. Uh, <laughs> just going into- I, I will say this one thing. Um, about math. <laughs> Uh, when I was learning how to do math early on, I, I believe I was in first grade. Um, I was doing my homework at the de- uh, at the table, kitchen table, with one of my foster parents. Um, and I was having trouble like grasping the grasping the fundamentals of math and stuff like that. So she stabs me with a pencil. Oh, and uh, since where then, going. my mind has completely shut off from math. I, I've i literally, I'm pretty sure all my math teachers in high school got together and was like, we just got to pass this kid. Like, I, I can't tell you the grade that I have. So to that, from that day, math just goes out the window. I just blank on math. 
and that's my trauma. So, but Liddell, you were saying? <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's like no wonder, no, no wonder you love Eminem so much. What, what my life stories can't even fucking compare. Where I don't yeah. really want to, like, I don't want to remember my point no more. Like, that's tragic. Like, you know, we need to talk my, about my, that. my my worst math story. My worst math story was um. Uh, I remember it was a, uh, a Filipina named Miss, Mrs. Larica. I, I, I'll name drop her because I, I doubt she's alive. She was old, so old then. But um, she sounds cute. If she is. I mean, if, if if she is, then you know, people need to stop complaining about the med- the the healthcare system in this country. If that woman is still alive right now, but uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyways, I remember we have a lot of trauma that we need to hear from on this hear from on this panel. I know. So I went to like a really Catholic school, right? And I had like just come back from the bathroom breaks. And, you know, I hated those classes so much. I would just literally just sit on the toilet. Uh, by then, I don't think smartphones were a thing. So I would just like hang out, fucking, I don't know. Did you have but, a sidekick? No, no, I didn't have a sidekick. But so, you were just on the toilet, just hanging out? on the toilet, just like, oh, oh, fucking <laughs> dreading going back. And I remember one day I go back, because she's a heavy Catholic and thinks it's like appropriate to bring topics up. I think by then they, she was also like teaching. No, 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 never mind. I was going to say by then, like, she, she taught all my classes, but really she just probably just taught math. But in any case, I'm, I'm like back in and she's like yelling at all the students for whatever goddamn reason. And I'm like, Oh, this bullshit again. So I like plop down in my desk and like she's that. And you know what? Something and to this day, I feel like she meant me, even though it's not true. But she's like, I have a feeling some of you are even masturbating in those bathrooms. And like, at my mind, I was still, I was pretty quick for a kid that I was like, God damn it, Frankie, stop fucking around in there. And the entire class just dies laughing. And she's giving me this stern stare like she said, I knew it was you. And I'm like, bitch, please, what would I whack off to? Do? Please. Help I me say break I don't understand at. people. Wait, was this an all boys school? No, 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 no. Uh, my elementary school was co ed. And I'm going to say now, there, there, was, there was nothing to inspire a love of women in that school at that age. I mean, <laughs> Like, I, like I've been heterosexual my entire life, but I feel like I didn't really care about women until people started like pressuring me. Hey, when when are you gonna get a girlfriend? I'm like, oh, do I need one else? Okay, sure. So every girl from your school was hit. I mean, yeah, uh, but I I, did, I think I dated one of yeah I did date one like after high school. By then she grew up and she was as dumb as a brick and I'm. I'm not trying to be misogynistic. I'm just talking about her, you know, for people who want to cancel me for just criticizing one particular You can't one. get more misogynistic than I was on during Out of Bounds. Oh, okay. Never yeah. mind. Go for it. Okay. <laughs> but, um, I'm just talking about this specific person. I'm, uh, there are plenty of women that are smarter than me. Probably they work for tough. But in any case, um, so I, I remember, at, here's one instance of how, how dumb she is. So I and slightly racist. I now I think about it. So I took her to meet my friends, and we were hanging out my in the in the living room. And there was my friend Daniel, who's Filipino, and then there was my friend's girlfriend, who was like half Japanese, half Puerto Rican, or something like that. This idiot comes in the living room, looks at the both of them, like, "Oh my God, are you guys siblings? You look the same in the face." And I'm like, "What the Dumb. fuck?" Just because they were Asian, I guess. And I'm like, Jesus oh. Christ, I'm, like, if um, the Stop Asian Hate movement happened then, I would have recorded her 
exposed there and just been like in the streets. I don't want nothing to do with you. No offense to all my Asian friends out there. But well, um, well, they'll know. If you got to say no offense. No, but I don't think it's that bad. I don't think it's that bad. Actually, I don't I think mean, it's bad at all. Wait, what? Oh, okay. All right, finish. I thought you were saying it's not. Go ahead. <laughs> Just do it. <laughs> Just do it. But can you guys tell a Chinese person apart from like a Japanese person, a Korean person? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Just from just by looking at them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very much. Can I you can. tell black people apart? Uh, it's it like I like you mean like an African American from someone who's actually like straight from Africa, or like yeah. oh yeah, one hundred percent. I could tell. I could tell. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you guys are technically a mixed population because you guys have like features from all different countries and less and ethnicity so yeah the perks of being part of the slave trade oh i actually want to talk about that the slave no. trade no oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't know reviewing the title i don't know why no, like, but... i'm doing great I'm, I'm about a nine but yeah keep going oh, okay <laughs> so you're not okay but, all right cool you know what you know yeah i want to get i want to get into this now while it's still on my mind because okay me, like i might have a brain fog but do you in Kenya, I want to get your opinion on this. So, Grant, like I'm saying, like like you're the um you're Dominican and all that, but yeah, I mean, my parents are. Yeah, so, I have like no connection to the country. I'm not. I'm not. This is not me being like, oh, I'm ashamed of my background. No, I I love it. Like, you I just have it. Like, yeah, I can trace my family tree back to like Spain and North Africa, but like, in oh, all cool. honesty, I've been there like once, and I have nothing to do with it. Okay. But yes, all right. all right, so you know, let's you said you're a nine, right, Kenny? I'm what? Yeah, yeah I'm a nine. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I'm a nine as well. I'm a nine as well. I'll go get to the whole story as far as like last week, but you know what? I feel okay. like this topic is way more important. So that's basically going to conclude the mental check in. This is like your first time checking out the mental check in. I apologize, but I just got to get this. I just got to get this out of my system. Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> Do you guys believe that black people deserve reparations for slavery? Wait, but what does that have to do with being Dominican? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to find nothing. Nothing. I mean, that's okay to say. Nothing because Donovan mentioned the slave trade, but it's like, all right, like, based off of that, like, we had slaves, yeah, sure. Like, how you guys feel about um, reparations? Personally, for me, I I don't think it will make my. I don't think it will make my life any different. Um. I had money last year. I had over $2,000 and uh, not $2,000, $20,000. Yeah, like I'm saying it like it's a big deal. (laughs) I meant $20,000. And I was probably the saddest that I've ever been. Uh, Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, like money doesn't really... Uh, it caused money. Yeah, yeah. and and that's when I first learned that uh, money can't buy you happiness or whatever. But as far as reparations, personally, I I don't want the money. I I, I really don't care about it. Uh like I see it from like an economic angle, like socially and philosophically. I'm like, yeah, you know what, you did these group of people dirty. Um, mm-hmm. I would it like you know. Will it like solve the racial ties in this country? Probably not. No. 
But um, like economically, it doesn't seem feasible because like look at our infrastructure plan now, like billions of dollars that's coming from printing money, that's coming from higher taxes, that's like more debt and more money out of our pockets of the entire population, not just white people. Yeah, so if we might pay it. Yeah, if we were to announce reparations now, it, that's just going to increase the heavy burden we already have. You know what I mean? So, like, if a guy's like, damn, my taxes are shit this year, and he looks into where his taxes are going, like, some is going to the military for wars he doesn't support, some is going into reparations for, you know, um, a, a crime that he believes that his people or his ancestors didn't even commit because maybe he's Asian, maybe he's Latino, or maybe he's a white guy who knows that his family came from like Armenia or some country that had nothing to do with like the slave trade. So it, it, it'll definitely worsen a lot of divides in some cases and it oh, will definitely yeah. like really hurt the economy. Like, um, I mean, like it, it's crazy. Cause you know, I have a lot of problems with all the, with, with, not with Israel as a concept. Like I'm not against Jewish people having a, a home of their own. Like, yeah, yeah, go, go for it. Uh, I just wish it was done in a better way and like Palestinians didn't have to suffer. But, like, I just don't understand why so much money of ours in America goes to Israel to help them establish a nation. But we can't help, like, a nation established by, like, American slaves. Like, it wasn't, I forget which country it is, not Senegal, but, like, there's an actual, Liberia, I think. It was, like, established by slaves, and it's not doing well. Right. So if you want to give money to someone, why are you giving it to Israel? Give it to them. I mean, like, we're not Germany. We didn't commit the Holocaust, like. Right. If anything, we fought the Nazis on behalf of them. Like we, we don't owe them money. They're, like, what, what is this crap about them being like our greatest ally in the Middle East? How, how many 9-11s have they actually prevented? In fact, like we ignored their advice during when they're telling us about 9-11. So like, what? And uh, don't we deal with Saudi Arabia? I mean, with all the money we give Saudi Arabia, you think they'd be they'd be our best allies? So I just think that whole narrative is so fucking stupid. Yeah. Wow. Um, one thing I must say that I'm surprised that none of you guys touched on strongly with the reparations is the fact that how can you prove that just that basically every black living family in America is like they basically have. Yeah, that was going to be my next question. Uh, how are you? How are you going to track down and see? Oh well, you had you your uh, ancestors were slaves, so here you go. Um, like, like, how are you supposed to keep track of it? Like, um, I mean, it's, it's, it's just that, like, it, the majority it's, it's of black just gonna get messed up. Yeah, they're probably gonna do it by like census, and like, if you check black on it, they'll send you some money. But, like, you're right. Like, how do I know it's not you're not just the kid of some Nigerian parents that like right. came home 10 years ago? But, um, it's feasible to say that like the majority of Africans, uh, of people of African descent living in this country have roots to the slave trade in some way like but also yeah but also i personally believe that the true aboriginals like true um um native americans are were also black as well like you, they, mean, like, uh, you mean in like the western hemisphere or like yeah yeah like they originally like they came they, they was already here you know like not everybody just came all slave not all black people came from slave boats from africa and then just migrated to america Maybe I mean, like, of course, like the human race came out of Africa. You can you can yeah, say sure. that. And Columbus was definitely not the first. It wasn't even the first European to get to the Western Hemisphere. Yeah. That that's that belongs to Leif Erikson. Um, 
it's just it, you just have to think like which society had the naval capabilities of getting to America, like the Polynesians, probably. I don't know if you, you probably can't call them black, probably the Melanesians you can call black, but not the Polynesians. And I think they have like similar like navigation technology. So, and there's like slight historical record of them getting to the Americas, but they usually got there and like traded with the Native Americans that were already there. And then you think, okay, like what African country had like strong navy? Probably not Egypt because they really hated leaving their own, you know, their own crib. They they weren't people like fucking uh, like colonized other places. So you have to rule out uh, Egypt. So all that's left is like Western African empires, and there's no written record. So I don't, I, I'm not saying that's not the case. I'm just saying there's like no way to really prove it. And I feel like the fact that there's no way to really prove it, that kind of goes to the fact that, like, why reparations have not been given to blacks in America already? Because it's just going to open up Pandora's box. Because what basically are you taught in school? You're basically taught that all black people come from Africa, like, they're all black people are descendants from slaves. But what they don't tell you is that one of the first slave owners in America was a black man named Anthony Johnson. Hmm. You know, so, like, is his family tied to reparations? His bloodline? He owns slaves? And like historically, the people who sold slaves to like the West were Africans themselves that would like get the get get the members of like rival tribes, capture them, and sell them into slavery. And like it still goes on. But I, you know, you know, to play devil's advocate, they probably didn't know how bad it was going to be because like slavery for them was like slavery in like in any of those Arab empires or like the Roman Empire, where like you could you yeah, were yeah, slaves, like you could raise up into society. Sorry, what was that? I said it wasn't, they didn't see it as uh, something blowing out of proportion to what we saw, like, in Which America. Matters. Yeah, like, it, they, they probably didn't think that was going to happen. So it was like, oh, it's no big deal. You're just going to be a slave for a bit. You can be governor next week. Who cares? Right. But, um, uh, yeah, yeah. So, you know, it, it, it's sad that we, like, just blame white people for it when, you know, it was really just really, really rich white people who did it. And like, yeah, and like that—that that doesn't mean every other race on Earth can say that. Oh, you know, well, I, I can wash my hands of it. I have nothing to do with it. I must say, like, I would love to get someone like a, excuse, like a Dr. Umar Johnson. I guess like a, a topic like this, because I would love to know like what his pan African ass would say on this topic. For right? me, especially, he'd, be, he'd probably call me the c-word and all that. <laughs> he'll probably tell, tell Dobbins that he's not connected to his roots. Yeah, and I'll be like, yo, bro, I'm like maybe North African DNA, not so much West. I, I, I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, I'm Nigerian. I, I'm like 35% Nigerian. That's something to be proud of, dude. Like, what Nigerian society like is, is gorgeous, honestly. Yeah, From, that and uh, Ghana. I don't know how you pronounce it. Ghana? Ghana. What's the... Uh, Ghana, you got it right. Ghana, money. Oh, Ghana. Yeah, that's uh, 30 and 35%. West Sub-Saharan Africa. Nigeria is projected to, like, in a couple years, be where Germany is at now. Like, oh, everybody really? how bad Africa is. Oh, they live in villages. No, that's not, not anymore, bro. It's getting much better. Wow, Let's see. This one, wow, I appreciate Kenny. Because Kenny, he always bring the historical facts. Yeah, I gotta bring my, use my MBA for something, I guess. 
Yeah, like what did you what did you like there's three things that you could count no four things you could count from Kenny. You could count for the you could count him for the jokes. Okay, he's always gonna be down the road somebody. Two, you could always count on him as that Monica? <laughs> I was just about to say that call her out. Shout, shout out to Monica. <laughs> um miss almost twelve K on TikTok. Monica. Oh, man, that's impressive. Yeah. But um another you could count on for Kenny's for fitness, his fitness tips always on point. <laughs> I see one muscle. <laughs> okay, so we got bicep, we got tricep, we got forearms. <laughs> so yeah. All right. Also, yoga. Yoga tips. You can always count on that for him. That's uh, it. My fucking yoga degree. I'm so pissed. Um, I, I can call him out. Yoga to the people. So this dude went around like touching the women, apparently. Soon after I had left because I thought it was whack that they wanted me to do like slave labor for 50 hours before actually paying me. So I was like, fuck these guys. Let me go on. You know yeah, yeah. And this guy named Greg, apparently, and this is all over the news. Like yoga to the people everywhere from St. Mark's to wherever to like the to, to like the West Coast is completely dead because this dude was found like out to be like grooming women, being sexually inappropriate with women. It's all gone. And it's ironic because he was a student of that Bikram guy who was called out for the same shit. Oh, yeah. So fuck yeah. them. If you're seeing this, Greg, fuck you. What's the last name? I forget. Something stupid. Uh, Just be like Greg yoga to the people. You'll find that out. <laughs> right. you call count for Kenny is finance tips. You know, so yeah, Kenny. Yeah. But, um, let me go out to like I'm I personally like I hope that we start looking to reparations more as a country because then it's really gonna open up Pandora's box because then that's when the powers that be in this country will be like, all right, wait a minute, now we gotta tell all these motherfuckers the truth. That no, not all you came from slave boats in Africa. Some of you are, have a, always been here from the jump and shit like that. So that's what I'm hoping for. Cause I know it's just gonna open up Pandora's box and it's gonna force people to actually learn the real history. Yeah, I feel you, man, because, like, you know, Kanye West did say it. Like, I got to give credit where credit is due. Like, you only see, whenever you see, like, movies about black people, it's always, like, slavery, racialism, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But, like, I, I, like, I consider myself kind of a quasi-nationalist in a lot of ways. It, it just depends on, like, I just haven't selected what nation or, like, what background to back, really. But, like, I do hope, like, black nationalism becomes a thing, like, the days of Marcus Garvey again. And like, I love Marcus because he didn't go the socialist route like a bunch of those other guys for whatever reason. So weird, but like, um, he, I mean, he had his flaws. He definitely had his flaws. But um, That's yeah, man, like a biopic on. Yeah, man. Like I have his biography, and it's like, yo, like you, um, black people need something to be proud of that isn't, you know, what's currently being projected by like liberals and progressives, like. Man. You guys definitely need the foundation of your own platform and movement, like everyone else. I mean, we had that with the Black Panthers uh, in Chicago, and yeah, we saw what the, the government did there. Yeah, yeah, because uh, J. Edgar Hoover said, "Was it J. Edgar Hoover?" Yeah, it was the FBI director. Yeah, basically yeah. said, "Oh, like, like we do not want like a black messiah because they thought that Fred Hand was gonna be the black messiah, so to speak." So they yeah, like, we gotta give up out of here. I mean, it's questionable if he was actually racist because he, like, hired some of the first black FBI agents. Like, his biggest thing was that they were a Marxist organization. They could be, they could be plants. 
Yeah, yeah, too. But true, true. I mean, no, they were plants, like absolutely, and that's part of the reason. But like, I, I think it was more so like the Black Panthers' connections to like Marxism and communism, which was like a very big danger to the country, more so than people think, because this guy was close to like Mao Zedong, a lot of leadership in the Black Panthers, and like mm-hmm. this guy is is responsible for like mass starvations, like. He was not a good guy. Like he's killed more than Hitler because of his faulty policies, and the chance of anyone bringing that bullshit here, like I can understand why J. Edgar Hoover like fucking really went after them for that reason. I mean, the whole I do believe like the FBI probably introduced crack and cocaine to the black community, and I'm like that's where I'm like you took it. Why the fuck is my camera like this? That's where they fucking took it too far. But like the idea of like McCarthyism, I generally support. 100%. But I feel like this is like a great segue to like our first main topic for this week's show. <laughs> we feel like 30 minutes. And that's, oh, what what is happening? And that's basically, uh, goddamn computer, act right today. It's the holiday of Juneteenth and danger of monetization. Now we're already seeing it with Pride, because right now we're in the middle, but still, and toward the tail end of Pride, um, Pride Month. Happy Pride to those that celebrate it and all that, but we see how companies, big top corporations, love to like monetize everything. So like, oh, like how with Skittles, how Skittles, they had like a whole campaign when they took the, they literally took the rainbow out of their Skittles and basically made like plain Skittles, you know, just like honor pride. You know, Chipotle, they did their little thing with and honor like the drag queen community and stuff like I'll that. Be real quick, I'll be back. Yeah, and then with yeah, Jones, social media uh, accounts, they they're like waiting for June first. To turn their uh, profile picture the rainbow uh, theme, it's it's crazy. And then as soon as the months, uh, as soon as the month is over, they switch it back. Yeah, it's like it's just like all bullshit to me because like okay, like you don't really care. You just want to act like you care just to make some money. Now, and I know yeah. even like even like where like to me, if you want to monetize Juneteenth, that's cool, that's your prerogative. But um, I just feel a certain way where yeah, like. People outside, like the black community, doing it. You know, I wash my hands. I swear. The the way I see it is, I see it as a a symbol, like a like a giving us um, like the the tail end of a pizza or a cake or something like that, like and just to say, what more do you guys want? We fed you. Um, yeah, it's like we're giving that to uh, well, a lot of black thing. people. Yeah, a, a lot of black people celebrate uh, June Juneteenth. I didn't know about it until uh, a couple of years ago. So it, it's known throughout the black community as a holiday and stuff like that. It's been gaining more traction as the years go on. So for them to make it uh, an official federal holiday, it's it's not a pay holiday off. It's not a pay holiday off. It's like, yo, how about you spend legislation time on, like, I don't know, infrastructure? Yeah. yeah so. In communities. And this this is a problem I have with, like, um, I'll just use the uh, the left for an example. Um this, this is the problem that I have with people who are supposedly supposed to be fighting for the American people. They make all these promises and say, oh, we're going to get this change. We're going to get this change. 
Talking about you and, and, and since uh, Who talking about Donovan? I mean, um, Kenny AOC. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's use her. Um, and uh, that's not an excuse, Liddell. Womanizer. And since President Biden has been in office and the left has gained control of the Senate and the House. There has been no significant change in policies. I haven't really seen them done, not, do anything for the American we're people. Get, we're not really going to get that. It's just, it is what it is. It was just, all we're going to get is like a whole bunch of scissors with no state. Oh, we're yeah, going to get a George Floyd statue. Oh, we're going to name Squeeze yeah. statue. We're gonna and make Juneteenth a holiday. So basically, we're gonna celebrate the end of Black trauma, which still did not be, was still really was not necessary to end because all that happened was that slavery just reformed itself into like other ways, you know, like with the whole. Right. Race. So it, it's, all, it's always pointless when they try to attack the right and make it seem like they're better than they are. Like it's. It's two sides of the same it's, coin getting nothing done. Like, it's two ways on the same what Conservatives try to conserve anymore. I mean, yeah, what what are they really different in terms of legislation? I mean, they're pro LGBT. They're kind of anti-trans, but like in ten years, that's probably going to change. Especially, I mean, Caitlyn Jenner was running for fucking um, for office. Mayor. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Caitlyn yeah. Jenner is such an oxymoron. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not gonna get into that, but um, <laughs> <laughs> out. Uh, but like they were backing her, so, and then they're like, "Oh, Christian values," and I'm like, "Was Trump really a Christian with his?" <laughs> I mean, come on. I, I mean, mean, I mean, he did, he did, he did basically um, rush all the processes out so that he could take a picture holding the Bible. So. How cute, performative Christianity. <laughs> yeah. I know, I know, I know. So, I mean, I mean at the, yeah. Christianity is like this liberal socialist hippie bullshit, but like they, it has basic tenets, it has an ethos. He does not meet the majority of them in his personal life. That's okay. But like, don't act like you guys are the Christian party when you don't vote, you don't elect Christians. I mean, uh, and, and only when like it's a pro choice. Um, pro-choice uh, uh, argument that the Christianity really shows, but in other realms of life, not so much. I mean, if you're a capitalist, free market capitalist, for example, you probably are okay with banks charging interest on loans. I'm pretty sure that's a no in the Bible. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Definitely no in the I'm Quran. I read the, the last chapter of the Bible. <laughs> no, Revelation. You only read Revelation, so all you yeah. came up with, no, how the, how the world was going to end, basically. Yeah, like I, I told you like uh, uh, a couple of podcasts ago, I, I'm a guy who likes to know what's going to happen at the end. Like, I, I don't play a game. Like, I don't play a game if I know... Donald, yeah, you're probably one of those that go on YouTube to see the whole playthrough of a video game before you play it. Yeah, like I, I, I don't want to, like I don't want to play 2K if, uh, I, or I don't want to play Madden right now if I know another Madden is coming out in 48 days. Because I, I, I like to, I like to know, I like longevity. So I need to know what's going to happen in Revelations. I need to know how it's all going to go down. 
And it's like, yeah, I don't like leaving things like unanswered and stuff like that. I need to know what's going to happen. Sorry to segue, but like, um, just because I want to get my facts straight, in 325, 1311-1515, Roman Catholic Church, which at that time was the only Christian church, decreed that mm-hmm. usury or the charging of interest is a sin and a heresy. If you are a Christian and you're okay with interest charges, you're a heretic. Just as as uh, Kanye would say, it's not very Christ-like. I thought it was like, oh, he's either calling out Social Security or somebody's prison. <laughs> but yeah, at, at the end of the day, I, I just feel like this is an empty, uh, empty gesture. It's it's for something when President Biden leaves office, he could be like, what did he do for the American people? Oh, he gave us June Juneteenth. A holiday that black people were already celebrating. That exactly. That's what it is. Black people are already celebrating it. Yes, it gives it a more wide, a broader audience, but at the end of the day, growing up, Black people were going to hear it regardless because it's just been passed down. Everybody has that that uh, aunt or uncle who like is really into the Afro culture and knows about Juneteenth because that's where I heard it from. So it's, it's empty, Jester, and it's bullshit. And people are like uh, on like Instagram and stuff like this. Like, yeah, you can you can be like cool and yay, we got this uh, pass and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, it's it's bullshit. Like, keep your eyes on the prize. Like, there's voting laws like being reversed and shit like that. And, yeah, it's, it's bullshit. Depend on change in politics, really. Like, I a lot, I'm the type kind of guy is like, okay, you know, no one's really gonna represent my beliefs, so let me just do me. And live somewhere where I'm not charged too many taxes, and it aren't, and I'm not really affected by like federal policy. Yeah, you know I mean? but if you say that, then people look at you like you're like you're not doing your part. Because I understand what you're saying, Gabe. That's the way I look. Like I, I, fucking presidents or whatever, and it's yeah. like, oh, like, but how are you letting this go? And this is happening and stuff like that. It's, yeah, yeah. So I, I understand what you're. It's always the people who don't even vote in local elections that fucking like criticize you for those right, reasons. Yeah. I have voted in every single election there is since I became of age, local, state, whatever. And I participate, and that's the most activism I'll ever do. You'll never see me on the fucking street for any for almost anything. But then those same people who you know march and do like Instagram BLM probably don't have never voted. You know what's crazy? And I said, I wish we had the podcast last summer. But I said, all right, like, you know how all the protests was going on during, like, the pandemic and all that. Yeah. And I bet she said, as soon as they open up outside, nobody's going to give a fuck about none of this no more. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to go back to posting, them taking shots, eating their food and all that. Nobody's going to be posting, like, all these screenshots, like, all these inspirational quotes from, like, all these revolutionary people. Everybody's going to go back to the same lifestyle. So, Kenny, I definitely agree with you on the fact that it's all empty. Like, these people, they don't vote or none of that. It's just, like, it's all just to look good on Instagram because, like, it's part of the trend. Yeah, I don't think America is capable of producing tried-and-true idealists anymore. 
like we we're too far commercialized and in, in consumerist culture basically or everything is like an advertisement of ourselves essentially like that's all instagram is if you think about it i'm advertising myself the same way companies advertise a product because uh, like i'm just doing things that will make other people prove me not doing things because i think they're virtuous and right, right. So i don't think america's capable of doing that like I'm only really impressed with the political movements that come out of like Europe and Africa and the Middle East because those are, whoa, like they're coming from the heart. But like from America, it's like, tell me, Lauren, AOC, you're just a fucking. Yeah, I, I remember when AOC was coming up in uh, the politics and elections and stuff like that. And people like actually resonated with her, like being our age group, being a bartender, and then going. She's charismatic. To, like, She's very charismatic. Yeah, and she had that style. And people thought things were going to get done, and she was like on the news, like for like three months straight with her Green Deal and stuff, and then it just fanned out. And it's. I know. I like. I know a lot of people like her. Like I have a couple people in mind who are her age and they're like socialism leftist policies everything i'm like baby girl if you have these same ideals that someone like i don't know bill gates has you are not part of the counterculture if you <laughs> if you're all your ideals fucking align with hollywood of all places you are not the counterculture i mean come on please just you're, you're fooling yourself i simply equate to this like it's just the same characters Every time there's different actors. Yeah. Same character, different actors. That's yep. all it is. But um, ladies and gentlemen, this is not really a political podcast. It's just that <laughs> it's just so happened that our conversations always lean that way. Let's do so, it. You know, like we just we just let it flow here. But um speaking on it's like turns of Instagram and all that, like who's like who's like someone's like your favorite follows on Instagram? Like the people I follow, or people who follow me. People that you like to follow. I don't know. I, I don't have idols, honestly. Um, I like my girlfriend. I love following her. Ha <laughs> ha. But um, oh, yeah, you gotta get that. She ain't gonna like that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I love following her. <laughs> if she make it this far to the podcast, she really loves you. Uh, yeah, she, she's the best. <laughs> I, I I have very few complaints about that woman. Um, I like following true urban culture. Uh, Shout out to the plug. Yeah, you can follow us with all our link and information down below in the uh, yes. description. Um, like yeah. I used to follow a lot of yoga fucking channels, but then they turned out to just be soft pornography. <laughs> I really like. I don't know what yoga really is. It's like just it shouldn't like, be wow, it's like, a spiritual like, practice from India, but now it's just white girls and like. Because like, whoa, like when well, I see the, you know, uh, you know, yeah, fuck, I'm I mean, it. Like, when you see all these women like do all these crazy poses, like, wow, you could do that? Like, I could just imagine, you know, what else like, you could do? Hyper you're not here to sexualize joke. <laughs> Maybe you're not. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll see like meme pages. That's it. Like, I got my boy Poppy Atlas. He just fucking the funniest memes. Um. The people I like to follow, and I'm probably gonna get uh, canceled for this. I mean, you should get canceled for saying that Rihanna is not all of that. Well, we'll get into that. Uh, the podcast, he is not attracted to Rihanna whatsoever. <laughs> no, See, I only bought this just said. to get us here. I already bought up Instagram just to get us here. You know, see, that's a genius. But uh, 
I I follow Shia LaBeouf. Um, oh, or I, I yeah, I follow his uh, his co- collaborative performance art project. Um, is that just going to jail again? <laughs> That's collaborative. No, he works with uh, this other artist. Uh, it's Turner and Saban and LaBeouf. That's what they're called. They're the ones that you know came up with them. We will, he will not divide us and stuff like that. And they had this really profound uh, film where it's called "Take Me Anywhere," and, and they have an interactive map uh, a couple of years ago where people could pick them up based on their GPS location and take them anywhere. Why they have so much trust in America, I will never know, but it, it worked out fine. So people would like pick them up on the side of the road and just drive them anywhere, and they would get their life stories and stuff like that. So, um, but aside <clears throat> aside from the jail and the sexual assault on uh, F F W K Twigs. Oh my um, God, FKA Twigs. <laughs> oh, <is> that- <laughs> that's funny because she was in a relationship with Shy, and didn't she get like domestically abused? Yeah, I think they were playing up that relationship for their movie. She starred in Honey Boy, uh, co-starred really? in Honey Boy. Yeah, it was a, it was a movie about Shia LaBeouf's um, life, uh, his period during Disney Channel when he was like even Stevens and he was at the Idaho Square and stuff like that. Um, so he wrote a movie about going to rehab and stuff like that. It's a really good film. But uh, aside from that. He he's an artist and he speaks to what I see. Just a dog, you know. Besides all that, fuck all that. He's an artist. I love his art. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like I will say, I will always put art above the artist. I don't care who it is. Like I agree. I'm like that. Yeah, Kelly. Yeah, Picasso is an asshole, but his art's great. I I mean, like I don't. uh, Hitler was an asshole, but I heard he made great art, and I would love to see it. I saw his watercolors. They weren't. I mean, I'm not. I don't know anything about art, but they seem like I. If if you sold me those Wilder colors and I didn't know it was Hitler, I'd be like, yeah, it's five bucks, man, no problem. But um, five bucks. But like, or, or Marx, it's like five bucks now during like the inflation period of Germany. Oh my God, I could yeah. I could bother a person with that. But um, yeah, I, I that that's fair to say. That's fair to say. I mean, I'm not gonna like art, not like art, because you know Hitler was an artist, and any more than you know people stop eating meat, regardless of the fact that Hitler was a vegetarian. Wait, where were you? Oh, no, well, yeah. they don't want to hear that. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, can't you should stop eating meat? No, I don't want to be like Hitler. <laughs> Bam. But um, yeah, another person is um. James Franco. I, I guess you can see the the pattern here. Sketchy <laughs> <laughs> relations with women, arts. Yeah, he he was a professor, poet. Uh, I actually had I lost his books. No, he's a. Fr- I, I'm, I'm getting this from an NYU professor when I was there. Apparently, he did not do a lot of his own work. Mm. That he had. And I'm, I'm, Why does I'm, that not I'm not saying this is true. I'm, so not, this is true. I'm just saying this is what the professor that worked in NYU said about him that he did not do a lot of his own work during his time period there. So but he made other people do it. So but basically, then, he's another DJ Khaled. I, I guess. I mean, I, yeah, I, don't, I mean, 
I, I can't say this because I don't know. His books are good. Um, Paulo Alto was pretty good. The movie was good. It was scored by one of my favorite artists, Blood Orange, or Dev Hayes, as people call him. Um, yeah, like his his books are really good, and I learned a lot about poetry from him, even though that's not really a certifiable poet to learn poetry from. Yeah, but, um, Bukowski. Yeah, it's, I don't know. They They speak to me. Their art speaks to me. So yeah, it was just too LA for me. Like, bro, let's set it at a high school in Los Angeles where everyone's so profound. It does, yeah, it does feel like me. Like <laughs> have you met people from Cali? They have like two brain cells. No, no I'm I met some cool people in Cali. They seem kind of smart. No, I'm saying you can be cool and be an idiot. That those two yeah, yeah. Well, I, was saying, I haven't granted I wasn't in I wasn't in Cali that long. But I haven't came across I haven't come across many idiots in California. Maybe I'm one of the lucky ones. Maybe you didn't hang out with enough actors. Oh. Yeah. Just about everybody in LA is an actor. Yeah, well, there you go. You know, everybody in LA is aspiring to be something. If you're an actor, you're probably an idiot. But the main reason why I brought the whole Instagram thing is because Donovan, you kind of said something off air that kind of took me by surprise oh dear which which one there was so much yeah you're gonna have to remind me because i'm literally fucking sweating in the middle of philadelphia oh, it's fucking hot it's hot as hell in new york i have like two bottles of water i got one gallon but um, uh, yeah i say a lot of uh controversial stuff yeah, yeah you, have, you have a lot of crazy takes you know i'll <laughs> I know I said shitty takes beforehand, but some of your sports takes be on point. Some of your sports takes be on point. But you have some takes that makes me just go, like, damn. Huh? Uh, well, my uh, under the radar column says otherwise. Oh, no. Oh, no. I know. I agree. I agree on that. Oh, oh you're talking about celebrities. Okay. Yeah. Right, I'm cool. talking about in regards to like celebrity culture. Uh, radar, like I give you flowers on that, bro. Like, wait, we're talking about the Rihanna thing. What, what, which one is that? Yeah, yeah, basically, like Rihanna. Like he's basically said that she's. Not oh, that I don't think she's all that. Yeah, that's just. Yeah, I, I'll say it again. I don't think she's all that. Like uh, what? Like, like in terms of physical attraction or? Yeah, and physical attraction. attraction. She's killing it in uh, the makeup game. Yeah, I guess. So, what do you define as? Beauty, like what's like, this? Uh, the standard, huh? The standard of beauty to me, yeah, for you. Oh, uh, yeah, you ain't now, gonna like this tape. Now, I'm not saying that Rihanna <laughs> is the epitome of beauty, but like she's like, she I, I just know, person. I just hope Kenny knows the person that I'm about to say, what? but I know you're not gonna know who it is, Liddell. Um, I got my I got my phone ready. <laughs> Why wow, you have a person that meets like all your ideals of beauty? Go for it, man. I never like, know who he's gonna be talking about. When I uh, beauty, um, Kiersey Clements. Kiersey Clements. How do you spell that? Uh, K e i r s e y, C l e m o n. Oh, okay. Um, you can easily look up uh, "Heartbeats Loud." Uh, she played with Nick Offerman, or um, she's Iris in uh, "The Flash." What's her, what's her name again? Oh, oh okay. Oh, I know what you mean. Yeah, because I'm gonna put yeah. all these women up on the screen for everybody, to, for all of our viewers to see. So. <laughs> what's her what's IG, the, what's her name again? Huh? 
How yeah, you uh, Kersey Clements. Um, C uh, K E I R S Y C L E M O N S. Kersey Clements. Okay. Yeah, the easiest way you can figure out how is uh, just type in "Heartbeats Loud," and oh. she'll be the girl on the poster. Yeah, she's got like short hair. She's cute. Yeah. <clears throat> And she's black too. Yes. Um, actually, <laughs> what I'm about I to say is the God honest truth. Um, she wasn't my first choice. I picked her because she was black, and I knew you thought uh, I was going to pick my person. I definitely choose what you're. I just have to come clean. Uh, so who it's, did you really have in mind? Jesus it's okay. Christ! Hold this girl up, got her hopes up. But no, she's she's definitely like she's she's beauty. Um, yeah. Michelle okay, so Williams. Who's first choice? Michelle Williams. Michelle Williams. Um, she's have you ever seen Dawson's Creek? Who? Dawson's Creek. Uh, she oh, plays. Oh, okay. Wait, I know Michelle Williams. Oh, her. her? Yeah. Huh. You really now, know? not now, but uh, like a couple of years ago when she was playing Marilyn Monroe, um, she oh. was beautiful. Uh, okay. Uh, if we were doing um the Tuck Talk scale, she would be like a. Oh, is this official? <laughs> yeah, are we implementing the new scale? <laughs> um. <laughs> Okay, put, put it in the bottom one to ten. No, but type in uh my week with Marilyn Michelle Williams, and you'll see oh. what I'm talking about. Oh man, I don't think I don't, I don't think it gets any better. It does. I'm telling you, I'll I'll tell you. She's, a, she's an attractive girl. Like I don't think she meets my uh my uh, perspective. Yeah, she makes she a good girl. Okay. Okay, okay. I'm sorry for all of our listeners on Podbean, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. Um, you guys probably didn't, are not seeing these visuals, but um, they can Google it. Yeah, you guys. If, if you're a '90s kid, um, you know who Michelle Williams is. She played Jen on Dawson's Creek. I did not watch it. I didn't watch it. It's cool. Uh, not a lot of black people watch the show. It's I can take that. I forget <laughs> where I read this or heard this, but like one thing. American, yeah, I'll go. I'm sorry to cut you off, Kevin. One thing I love about Donovan is that he pushes the envelope to like what it means to be a black man. Like, he's, like he's I, I, I tell people all that all the time, and they're like, uh, "But you don't act. You're from Philadelphia, but you don't. Act you like, don't act. Yeah, you don't act like one of those Philly guys." And I'm like, and I always have to tell him, "Yeah, I'm not your typical black American." And I you, know it sounds you remind me a lot. Stereotype. You remind me a lot of um, Donald Glover. And I I get that a lot. I get that. A lot. Uh, uh, all I know about Philadelphia is like always sunny in Philadelphia. So you're like a Charlie. <laughs> but um, I was gonna say, you know, I, I don't remember where I read it or heard it, but like they say that American beauty standards or beauty standards that you can reach, like it, it's it's some it's like beauty you have to work for, like lots of makeup, working out, lots of shitting your hair. Like it's beauty that you have to achieve somehow. While in the rest of the world, it's just natural. You know, you're yeah. a natural beauty. You are. You aren't. Like fuck the makeup and whatnot. And, and I think that's pretty profound. 
and it makes sense because like for me i really i'm dating a mediterranean woman now but like i do like women with mediterranean features and that's very varied you know what i mean but like would it be like north africa or on the greek uh, or albanian peninsula like i just find them gorgeous so so Donovan, every yeah. woman that like you Rihanna. name every every woman that you name you'll take them over rihanna yeah um click on one of her photos oh okay that's gonna be hard uh, uh i'm gonna choose this one yeah now i i don't know what it is but her and i'm not trying about to like break her down i'm just saying what i don't like about her features like what makes her not attractive to me mm. i just don't like her forehead space um her eyes it, it's something about the eyes um that's that's what i love the most her nose structure it just all right that's it you're gonna be canceled by black women. right exactly that's all like this was a bad idea this was a bad idea <laughs> uh, you wanted to bring omar johnson on here are you kidding <laughs> right exactly it's like no way good thing i did not bring up what's what's her name leslie jones that comedian lady from Saturday Night Live, uh, and she was in the Ghostbusters movie. Oh, her, yeah, yeah. Did yeah, a black girl, right? We were like really mean. Yeah, because you're talking about no structure and all that. Like, oh, uh, come on, can't you break that down? Like, <laughs> we ain't gonna, these women. Go we are not gonna go there. All women are beautiful in their own right. Yes. Yeah, man. So much. Yeah, for I, so much for our female demographic going on. I, I, I do like unconventionally beautiful women, you know what I mean? Like the unconventional kind. Yeah. For sure. But all right, fellas, this is about we reached a point in time. It's about time for us to wrap up, wrap it up, plug ourselves on the way out. So let everybody know where they can find you guys on social media. Oh, uh, got the Nora Magic, where we appreciate all women's noses. <laughs> He asked me what I did like about Rihanna, and I just said it. Big, little, <laughs> in between. I don't know how they very broad. I guess <laughs> if it's if you can smell with it, great. <laughs> I, I I don't think people get nose jobs for no for just aesthetic reasons. Like if you have a deviated septum, yeah, go for it. But any other reason, now nah, you whack. Right. Um, you can find my social media down below. Um taking a break from it as I'm currently writing my second book. Ooh. So that will be out soon. Or do you have a name for it? Um, it's a working title, but uh, the working title that I'm using right now is Adam, Eve, and Me. It's going, oh, to, yeah. Dive, yeah, it's going to dive into uh, my sexuality and my experiences oh. with uh, mm, being on tender uh there was a period in a year where i was on tender and just having sex with like multiple guys so i was going to dive into that and just like a, a lot of like stuff wow this is interesting like i'm i'm, I'm i don't know why i want to wrap up the shoulder right now because yeah let's talk to you like, <laughs> like 20 minutes sure. yeah i mean um well, that's one of the stories um yeah, I mean, I was, I was a whole year. 
Uh, grinder, grinder, I mean, grinder, grinder. Yeah, grinder for a whole year. It was just fucking dudes left and right. Um, I don't. Uh, yeah, I honestly I didn't know what it, what I, why I was doing it or I don't know. Um, and then they'll talk about my time where I drunkenly had sex with a prostitute in an alleyway. Um, and then the next, the next, the very next night, uh, I meet her again and we talk. And we're talking to each other as she's uh, servicing somebody else. What? Um, yeah, it's it's also going to talk about. Uh, Wait, no, 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 no. Hold on. So she's basically giving fellatio to somebody else while yeah. talking to her. Well, I'm like, because I was intrigued so about what, what she was doing. Out of that? This is a clip, right? She she just wanted to talk. <laughs> Did you charge her? No, I didn't. I I, I said it in the group chat. No, I I, I didn't so feel right charging did, her. So My therapy just, isn't free. Wait, so you just <laughs> Wait, hold on. No, so you just tossed her while she was sucking on another man? No, it was a girl. She was very sexy. Girl? girl? Oh, oh, oh. I got you. No women went to theme. I guess. Yeah, no, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, uh, another story is um, yeah, where I went to a strip club by myself, and I, I talked to a, a stripper there. So, and then the first time I had, um, I'm, I'm sorry, ladies, this is not the end of the show. We got to get to this. Yeah, <laughs> and this will be the last one because I'm giving away too so much of the book. Um, the last one was uh, my first orgy with uh, 40 year old males. So, and that, that's. The book. Yeah, my first experience had an orgy. So that's all in the book. There's a lot of other stories. Um, uh, these are stories that I've never told anybody. So it's broadcast out there. It's a life that not a lot of people know about me, and a lot of people are going to be shocked if they listen to this podcast. So I can verify that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can. I am shocked. We're, we're like, who the fuck is Donnie right now? I'm like, 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 I'm not judging. I'm just fascinated because this this shit sounds great out of like a fucking yeah. Uh, most of most of the experiences were just fascinating. This it, sounds it was like just... Bella Thorne wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> like Bella Thorne and like whoever no, the one show. There, there was a there was a period in my life where I was feeling lost and I was doing self discovery and. Even sex at dawn, which was talking about um, history of human sexuality and marriage and stuff like that, how it's a concept, social construct. Um, and I got to the point where I was uh, in a sort of Leonardo da Vinci phase where I was finding everything interesting. So I would just go out, talk to these people, learn more about like what sex is, what it means, what's love. What's that mean? And it was it was just like a, a period of sec, uh, sexual discovery and stuff like that. And I finally get to talk about. I talked about it a little bit in my first book, some poetry. It was like not so subtle hints, but this book is it's, it's just going to be like all out, just Adam, Eve, and me. So in this particular book here, is it um an autobiography? Is like just like is all these story basically told through poetry? Um, it's 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 more of a, a collection of journals. Uh, I do keep a, a fifty dollar leather bound journal by my nightstand, so I'll be 
putting some of that in there, some drawings, uh, some of the sketches or dollars for a journal with no no pencil free. What you need one of these, bro? Oh, what? I'm like fucking glowing. Oh, okay. I thought you were calling him out on the $50 journal when you could get like a Marvel notebook or something. No, but it, it was leather and That's it looked like right. something Leonardo da Vinci would have rolled out of. So, are you a civil war soldier? Are you writing <laughs> You're, just, like, you're like that dude um, <laughs> uh, dancing with wolves. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. I, I read that book and. That, that was part of my period of uh, discovering stuff like that. So, oh, yeah, right. it's just it's, it's just a bunch of journals, poems, writings, uh, pictures. Um, it's some some is new, wait, some so is not. Wait, so yeah, pictures from these experiences as well. Yeah, I have pictures of the people that I like took new photos of, boy and uh, girl, and then I have pictures of the people that I like took. And I was like experiencing that, um, that experience, stuff like that. So it's a, it's a collection of just a whole bunch of shit. Oh my god! So all right, so we're still working on the, on the second book. Where can everybody find the first book? Oh, uh, you can find it on Amazon. I'm actually going to get on um, Instagram, and I'll send you the link and stuff like that. I'm going yeah. to break my cycle. What What's yeah. the first book about? So the first book is about uh, the first half is my experiences with a girl. Uh, the second half is my experience with a boy named Peter. And um, I, I don't want to say penthouse in New York, but it was it, it's like a, a more upscale condo in New York where I spent uh, okay. the summer and stuff like that. So your thing is like sex journals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm not trying to pigeonhole you, right? About what you want, but like, uh, no, 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 it's like, no, like I, I want to write, write horror stories. Feel free to do the same. Yeah, uh, it, yeah, like my poem poetry do deal with like a lot of romance, uh, religion, uh, and sex. I remember one poem that I wrote about where I was having a conversation with God at a bar and stuff like that. Yeah, there's there's a lot of questioning my religion it's a lot of questioning everything that's what it is what is your religion um i i guess you would consider atheist i don't believe in anything i do do believe in art but you spoke to god though i mean just because i spoke to him doesn't mean he was there (laughs) we all know god doesn't listen um so he didn't talk back no he didn't really talk back yeah it was it was just sharing a drink don't miss so, blood, okay? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he, he was drinking whiskey with one ice cube. I, I thought that was a little strange, but so if he's God, I mean, are you going to question it? Yeah. That's a manly man right there. <laughs> I, I, I personally, I, I hope it doesn't, like, you know, question my masculinity, but I solely drink red wine because... I'm going through like an ancient Greek phase, and I feel like red wine is the man drink, and we need to reclaim and it. And that's why I got the the journal that you criticized me so much for. All right? I was it's going through a Leonardo da Vinci. Yeah, it, it was leather bound. Are you not going to get? <laughs> it didn't have fucking leather. 
You're on top. I, I oh wish I God. had it with me right now. It, it's leather. It's like um, it, and the paper is uh, it's like that old paper. Get you a uh, chisel and a rock. Go to Dollar Tree. If I if I could find one, I would. Okay, and then I would carry it around with me. I like. I just got the journal for the aesthetic. I'm like one of those urban outfitter girls. All right, I got it because it looks nice. I love your graphic too. Are you coming out as non-binary, Donnelly? It's it's not. What are doing here? If you are. <laughs> I mean, go for it. It's up to you. But like, do we want? No, I, I'm not non-binary. Um, I. This is what I always say. I like to have sex with humans, and I'll just leave it at that. That are over the age of eighteen. Over the age of eighteen, I just yeah. like to have sex with humans. That's it. Okay. You're not canceling us. Yeah. No. <laughs> Definitely not. Not before the release of my book. <laughs> after. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, uh, you guys are. Is it, first of all, like, because hopefully you give up, give away so much. But for those of you, you made it this far, then you must hopefully you're, inter you're interested in checking out this book because these. You know, uh, you, you you love sounds, but I can imagine what he said is that follow Donnie on Instagram for right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because these stories, these stories are fascinating, man. But um, wow, thank you, thank you, thank you for sharing, Donovan. I love, you know, I love how open you are about pause. I know that sounds crazy, but I love how open you are about your sexuality, your experience, and you and you live your truth. Like you oh, your truth. Uh, yeah. It's uh, first, I want to give a shout out to Ashley uh, with Global Village. Um, after having one talk with her, sit down and discussing feelings and stuff like that, she introduced me to this new age of uh, discovery. So I do want to give a shout out to her because without her, I wouldn't be the man that I am today. Hi, Ashley, with no last name. Yeah. <laughs> we never exchanged last yeah, name. Ashley Dove. Oh. We're just going to call her Ashley Dove. Uh, yeah, <laughs> this guy's an idea. Maybe we should have like mini series podcasts where we like talk about politics, but talk about sex, and like we bring little experts here. And yeah, we like limited edition Sheena. Yeah, we don't have to different position. We, we don't have to fucking uh, make it like a long form series like this one, like a mini series. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like, what's the what's the experiment here? Like, what's like this? Yeah, yeah. I can say. Yeah, that. like. I've only started doing podcasting like maybe two months ago. So yeah, like my I got some books coming in and like we're all still learning here. But I gotta say it's it's been fucking fun. Without Liddell pushing me, I thank him all the time. I oh appreciate God, you, yes. Liddell, and everything that you're doing for true open culture is awesome. Without yeah. you, I wouldn't be like here on this platform. So I'm gonna say this like I like being a podcaster more than I ever did like being a journalist, to be honest. Yeah, really I think this is my thing, really. Yeah. Like if I could I think just it is your thing too. Yeah, if this I could just do podcasts, I'd just do that. And this is why I wanted to create this this platform because I know like sometimes people get writers block and this and especially like yeah. you're not the type of person that covers like the entertainment industry, like there's only like so much that you could actually like write about. But right. I figured it would be great to like give like this platform, make a platform for like our journalists, contributors, whatever the case may be, 
to like you know openly express themselves and like kind of like give the readers those that subscribe to the true river culture south to www.tuckmag.net check out articles there but like you know kind of give insights to like who you guys are you know the type of people that you are your personalities your interests so i feel like with stories such as what donna like you just said kenny like we already know that like, you're into like dead bodies and stuff like that you start your new job tomorrow tomorrow you know so i'm not a necrophiliac i just have respect for the mortuary process and mortuary sciences i i will not do anything with any dead bodies anytime except paint them i guess yeah. but like you guys are just like all all so fascinating so fast everybody have like their own distinct personalities like either marker like i know she only been on like one tuck talk so far but yeah i guess it was on there but you know, like her, like, Kenny scares her. <laughs> I think I she's scared girl. to debate you. <laughs> <laughs> but like her, like what, she, like everything that she's doing on TikTok, you know, Kenny. Come and, on, come on. That those TikToks are like five minutes, and then like twenty more minutes. Oh, that's our coworker. I'm just saying, she has time. I know, but that's so good. That's that's her passion. That's so many focus. Like I'm, good I'm, at it. she is good at it. I have laughed. I rarely laugh at TikTok. She has made me laugh. She's great at it. I'm like, come on, it's like half an hour out of her day. She's really good. And Kenny, like here you are, like, you always with the jokes, with like the history lessons. Like you, you provide value. And Donovan, you provide value as well. Although I don't always agree with a lot of your takes, especially when it comes down to sports and music. But one thing I will say that you're like. Yeah, I love the confidence that you've been displaying. Like, I know when I first met you, spoke to you. That's something that I felt like we had to work on. So yeah, you see like, how you develop over time, and how you just like so openly to like showcase your story. We had most like that much me that you trust us, which I appreciate that. But yeah, like, I, I appreciate how unsu-dimensional Donnie is. Like, he, I can't even say three-dimensional because he's hitting up. He's hitting, he's he's almost at fourth-dimensional right now. Like, he's not just, like, stereotypical atheist, stereotypical queer person, stereotypical black dude, stereotypical... No, 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 it's just, like, such a profound personality and so refreshing because, like, I walk outside and just see, like, NPCs everywhere. Like, like, uh, NPCs, I got, like, that's a great type of (laughs) auto-reference. Like, those little characters that just be in the video games. Yeah, yeah, basically, non-playable characters. Yeah, but like, out of there. Ooh, hey, mom. Hi, Kenny's mom. Got cameo appearance. <laughs> well, speaking of cameo appearance, we're thinking about opening it up to you, our viewers, our subscribers, as well as those of you that follow us on our IG at Trooper Culture. There might be some opportunity for you guys to like be a part of our panel. You know, it's our way to like open it up to the community because everybody's like, everybody's in. How, how can I say this? Everybody's determined to taste of Trooper Culture is different. You know, so we would love to get as much different perspectives as possible because mo- who knows? Yeah. Maybe there's another Donovan Wilkins out there, you know, so. I doubt it. <laughs> yeah, Donovan, Donovan, Donovan is one of a kind, but yeah, like I definitely I, love I, the fact that he lives. I street. categorize people into archetypes and I really can't do that with Don, with Donnie here. I do not. He, like, it's just so fascinating. Like, I'm looking like my Georgia, not so much as far as like, the story itself as like me being judged like oh i can't not believe it but like wow like yeah there's impressive and then there's interesting and i feel like he's interesting and most people are just kind of impressive yeah right i don't mean to talk to you like you're not on the podcast <laughs> yeah right like i'm not right here he's right yeah, there 
I mean, like I said, at the end of the day, I try to imitate Da Vinci, and he's always been curious and interested about how things work from hummingbirds to clouds, and that's the way I am. I, I just want to learn. Like, I just want to learn. That's that's healthy. Very healthy. And that shows that you have a lot of light in your lives. And I said a lot in your lives. Good Lord. It's how to end this shit. You have a lot of light. <laughs> You have a lot of light in your eyes because, like, you have this curiosity. You have the curiosity of a child. Now, I'm not calling you a child, but I'm just saying, like, you have that curiosity, like how children have, like, this, they want to learn so much. That's kind of like yeah. what you are. So. Same here, dude. Same here. Like, I feel like I feel like it's a school systems part, particularly, where they, like, interesting, profound. I want to know things. I want to know philosophy. And then you just get beaten down all these years until, like, I don't care anymore. Yeah. Right, yeah. But, wow. This episode was supposed to be like 45 minutes, like an hour, but after Dava gave this story, he basically helped us scratch this out a little bit. Oh, Joe Rogan does like three hours, because who cares? Right, like, and people listen to him, so. I love him. <laughs> yeah, but we're not Joe Rogan just yet. Just yet, man. I feel like we definitely right. have to to True Oma culture is better. Thank you. I don't know about yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <We'll get laughs> he doesn't have faith. <laughs> Kenny, like, uh, I don't know. About we, that. Have filters, yeah. so we have filters. <laughs> oh my God, but let's enjoy it now because you never know. Once the sponsorships start coming in, we might start getting sensitive. So we got to get out of our system now. But even though, like, fuck it, like, sponsorships, they just got to deal with it. They want to work with us. They got to deal yeah. with us. I, I sure as hell will not change for anybody. Yeah. I don't care how many times Rihanna decides to call me up. It can happen. <laughs> anyway, we got to leave that up because I had to protect you after you mentioned her nose. I had to protect you after that. Yeah, we had to stop that. <laughs> yeah. But as for me, you guys can find me on IG at the Delta Fashionista. You can also reach me at the True Culture IG page on the Marie on that page. So if you have any inquiries for like business in terms of like artist packaging, video shoots, uh, event coverages, just holler at me and we'll get our team out there to you guys. So, hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode. It's hot as hell. I need to go drink some water. Darvin needs to wipe his face. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, I'm gonna watch this movie. Kenny needs to watch Zobra. So, I hope you guys if you made this one, I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode. Uh, please be sure to like, comment, share, and subscribe. And we catch you guys same time, same place. Next Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time. Hope you guys enjoy the rest of your day, and right. we'll catch you next week. Two of those, Donnie, stay after. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>